Hello, welcome to Ready for Print podcast. This is our first ever episode. I'm Rebecca Cartwright. And I'm Hannah Davis. <laughs> and we'll be talking about little bits of themes and topics in the artist community, uh, delivering you guys some advice and some good interviews. Yeah, um, so today we're going to be talking about homesickness, especially for people who are just starting university, or it could even be for just people who moved away from home in general. Um, we thought it would be something quite important to talk about, especially during now the circumstances that are happening at the moment. Yeah, and especially talk about the current circumstances. This first episode is having to be filmed over Google Hangouts because yeah. I'm actually in self-isolation. <laughs> I'm really feeling the butt of coronavirus in my first academic year this year. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we should start. Yeah, well, me and you met first met in halls in first year, didn't we? When we were excited about the prospects of be- becoming artists. <laughs> yeah, definitely a nerve wracking time, I think. Mm-hmm. The first week. Yeah. Maybe a bit beyond that, but we turned out to be very good friends. Yeah, exactly. And I think what's really important is when you are first putting yourself into that situation you you kind of are my biggest nerves was I'm not going to make any friends and that made me miss home a little bit more it made me miss the people back home but really I mean we were in a bit of a random jumble of a flat uh, <laughs> yeah very, very different people very different people very different people but I think I mean we just learned to embrace it and um we really came out of it probably quite well um which is you know a good story (laughs) but yeah obviously I mean it probably we were very social as a flat so that again helped with me not missing home so I didn't deal with homesickness very well um I sort of definitely pushed it down to the very depths of my being didn't really try to focus on that with what was going on which is very bad idea by the way don't do that (laughs) I didn't contact my parents until um, it was actually my birthday um, and I realised how dreadful I felt that I wasn't at home to celebrate with my family. Um, So yeah, I got quite upset, which wasn't great. Um, And I phoned them and told them, you know, I'm quite lonely and all that. But luckily, my flatmates, Becca and everyone else actually um, held a party me. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me feel a lot better and actually forget about all of that. And I was able to, I've vented to my I enjoyed myself. And after that, everything was definitely a lot easier for me, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. Was... Yeah, I think for me, I, I really threw myself into that first year experience. I was really upset the first day we moved in. Um, you really saw my emotional emotional barrier really fall. Um, yeah. I was really vulnerable that first day or two because I was actually going through a breakup at the same time as you know moving moving out of home. Um, so I was a, a wreck, but I really learned that I had to accept my emotions uh, and deal with the situation. There was no backing out in my opinion. Uh, no. <laughs> 
yeah, I just found you guys a great distraction, really. There was so much going on. There's so many activities and freshers, especially, to really get yourself involved, even if those activities this year might be online. Um, there's loads of different ways to distract yourself. And I think accepting, yeah, I'm fe I feel sad. I miss home. I miss the people at home. I even miss the food at home. And then yeah. accepting that and, and then allowing time to let yourself, you know, if I was missing a meal from home, I'd ask for the recipe and make it. And then surprisingly, like that will make you feel like it made me feel a little bit better. Um, like sparkling water. We always have sparkling water at home. And sometimes I just nip to the co-op and get a little sparkling water and I'll be like, oh, this spicy water, really, <laughs> it really helps. I think what you said there was very important, talking about maybe um, doing things that you would sometimes do at home, getting things to remind you of home. Um, so like you said, you do all the sparkling water, you would get that. I think things like that are definitely would definitely help um, anyone. Um, I also after the whole debacle on my birthday i kept in contact with my parents more regularly um, i think definitely keeping in contact with people your you know your family or your friends or just anyone is really really important because you don't want to um you know lock yourself in and just it would just make everything feel a lot worse i think yeah um, of course yeah i think definitely that helped um and then you obviously you talked about societies and, and everything. Even though our uni didn't have that many, um, I think even just finding people who relate to you in certain aspects, whether it's, I don't know, a hobby or something, meeting up and just, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> obviously not now, you can't do that now, but, you know, or even just messaging them, having little group chats or whatever with people. Mm -hmm. And then you can just, whether it's, I don't know, whether you're into anime or something, I don't know, you have a little society and you can just message each other and talk about things like that. I think that that'll be really good. Exactly. Yeah. And I think finding people that share similar interests, it will help you distract yourself so much better from, you know, if you know you can reach out to someone and talk about a new episode online of a show you both enjoy, that's really yeah. going to help you forget how you're feeling. And I'm definitely not saying neglect your emotions there's right. definitely got to be a process of accepting that oh no this is how i feel how can i make myself feel better but then like you do have to live your normal life university is all about growing up and i think it is definitely quite important to accept those emotions and then you know do your own thing you're your own person away from home and I've definitely grown up from the person I was when I was 18 just moved to the halls I mean <laughs> you probably have too our haircuts haven't changed much but <laughs> yeah I loved your haircuts they were great they were cool <laughs> I wouldn't, they wouldn't suit me but you know it definitely suited you for sure <laughs> yeah exactly well that's another thing do something crazy with your hair diet half yeah. blue half ginger you know. <laughs> well, when we went to York with our other flatmate, she spontaneously got a septum piercing. That was like out of nowhere. I mean, doing spontaneous things like that probably would help with everything because it's a big distraction. At the time with COVID, um, things can be a bit harder to be a bit more spontaneous. Um, trips out. We don't know. We don't know what the adv government advice is at the time of publishing this podcast. 
but you know it's think things like taking up hobbies you know start if you wanted to start to learn how to oil paint but you're not so familiar like you know yeah. order some cheap oil paints online teach yourself yeah. or if you want to learn an adobe software you've never touched before learn it and it, it could really further your practice as well so i think finding distractions in other things we were luckily enough to not have to go through freshers in covid but you know there's there's ways and means and your home is only a phone call away whoever that might be your parents or your friends um and i think it's important to remember like you're not going to bug anyone for phoning them you know once a week that that's going to be fine your friends probably miss you as much as you miss them that you're not alone in this so many people do the same thing i mean i've even now been having been away from home for so long still feel like that sometimes um even now probably more so because of what's going on so it's um, always important to think about ways that you can combat that feeling. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what situation you're in or how old you are, you know, it's still relevant. To- Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's also knowing, you know, there's probably someone else in your flat that is feeling that exact same way as you and maybe being able to open up a conversation of like, oh, guys, like who else is missing home? Because I really am. Let's have a lovely yeah. little movie evening or... Have, yeah. Play a drinking game to Shrek. <laughs> you know, it's and then and then you're also like in doing that and in opening up to the people you live with, or maybe people on your course. If you don't uh, find any common ground with people you live with, then you're also building connections there. So I think yeah. that can be quite important. But if you don't feel like open, you can open up to anyone you know socially uh, in the current place you're living. There's always ways you can open up to a counsellor at the university or even a tutor. Like, they'll understand what you're going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not yeah. the first and you won't be the last. <laughs> no, of course. And I'm, I'm sure, um, you know, if you're at university, university has a lot of, um, you know, ways to contact them feeling in a certain way. You know, you've probably got students you need, you probably got student welfare and... and They'll always be, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to talk to you. I mean, it's their job at the end of the day, so. <laughs> exactly. You're paying that nine grand. Use it. <laughs> they want to do that, you know, because they help. They want to help you, you know, not just because it's their job, because they want to help you because they're those other people. Yeah, so exactly. It's, you know, you always have someone somewhere that's going to be there to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So we've definitely talked about how it's important to accept those emotions. It's very common. Everyone goes through it. Uh, One way you can cope with that if, you know, you're really finding it hard to get out during COVID is to channel it in some sort of creative outlet. Um, One way is journaling. You could choose to write down your emotions. But as visual artists, you might want to use those feelings as a bit of inspiration to create some work. Uh, We're about to talk to... Uh, Daniela Spataro, who's a multimedia artist, and she's made some artwork more recently on her feelings of homesickness, especially during this time of COVID-19. And, you know, it's a bit hard just to travel back and forth. Do you have any comments to add, Hannah? Have you ever used homesickness in your artwork? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say homesickness, but maybe like, 
if I'm I've created something and whether the color scheme or something has portrayed more of how I'm feeling, you know, depending on you know dark colors or whatever, yeah, obviously portrayed how I'm feeling about things. But um, other than that, I've never made anything specific. But so it's just going to be really interesting to look into how um, her thought process in it and how she's come to the imagery that she's used for this sort of artwork. So you know, it'll be really interesting to see. Um, something that I probably haven't seen before. Yeah, and it'll be really interesting to, you know, see how, you know, someone using those very common emotions, how that really shows in that artwork, and how it probably makes it more easier for us to relate to them as an artist. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I'll invite them onto the phone call now, and we can have a little discussion with her and see what her wonderful mind wants to share with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hi Daniela. Hello. <laughs> Can you talk us through this artwork you've made for this episode? So when I started thinking about your home sickness theme, I mainly tried to think of things about at home what related to me because most people when they think of home, they think of like a place. But I don't really feel like that relates to everyone. So I thought about stuff that turned massively. It's always about drinking just come together there, have a cup of tea and everyone's sitting around the table and it's all really nice and cute so I just tried to incorporate that into my work and then use more neutral colours to keep the mood high. Yeah, no, I really, when I looked at your work, it was, I found it really, really interesting and really nice to look at. It actually made me think of maybe you could use it for like wallpaper or for wrapping paper. I don't know, I just got that feeling. It's just something that I quite like. I quite like the way that you um, use quite, I guess, minimalist ways of creating the work and in fact i quite like to make it as like a postcard but then i don't really think postcards are quite a thing at the minute with corona but no. best to stay away from that but yeah. i mean people use it to hang it up in their room or something i mean i i mean i like seeing if i see a postcard that i like i might not necessarily actually send it anywhere i could just use it as just part of decoration in my room i guess so that's quite a nice idea actually yeah i really yeah. like the idea of like a postcard from home just like, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> Personalise your room with, then it makes it more your own space. You feel more comfortable. Yeah, and that's so important. We were even saying, you know, do the things that do make you feel comfortable. And even looking at your artwork, I can look at it and I'm just like, I'm at home. It's such a heart, like, it's, a, it's such a warming piece. And it's really important to surround yourself by things that do make you feel at home. And in fact, Danny, what are some of the rituals that you do that you think help, you know, combat that homesick feeling? I feel like it's mainly just ringing my family. So, like, I have my own degree space when I'm at uni, but I always know they're there, so I can go get my tea, sit with my mum on the phone, and it's way a lot more comforting. Yeah. But I think it's really good to keep routine, to keep yourself busy, so then you're getting used to your new environment, as well as not feeling too far away from home. Anna, yeah, what are no. some of the routines that you have in your day-to-day -day life to uh, remind you of home? I guess tea is definitely something that... I always make a cup of tea when I wake up in the morning. It definitely makes me feel a lot better, even if I'm feeling um, quite um, happy about myself. I think cup of tea is definitely something comforting for me. Um, and then just calling my parents often enough, um, that definitely helps me for sure. I think. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Rebecca? I think I'm joining the tea trend, you know. You know, now I am in this period of self-isolation, 
I've definitely started thinking that maybe I could take a nighttime tea to bed and just like create a bit of a, a nighttime routine and even a morning routine and getting dressed. But yeah, we were saying keeping yourself distracted. Um, so there's some things that you can't really get, you know, like for example, I feel like pets are a big homesickness yeah. thing because like your parents can always come visit you, uni, but your pets can't. No, so it's just pictures and that's it. I mean, I've had friends who say that they FaceTime their, their pets and stuff, but I don't know how helpful that is. I don't have a pet myself, so I don't really know the feeling, but I don't know whether that would be helpful for anyone. Yeah, I don't know if FaceTiming my blind deaf dog is going <laughs> to is gonna help the situation. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, it's even those little things that you start to realise you miss. Um, yeah, like... It can be the weirdest things that really trigger your homesickness. But um, Danny, do you want to talk through about how you use those little triggers to create this artwork and even using it as an inspiration point? I guess I chose a repetitive style to get more of a routine. Mm. And then, like, because I, I, when I was thinking about it, I rang my mum and then, like, she was like, sitting there with her cup of tea. So I was like, it's just something that really relates to heart. So I was like, if I have it in with like the flowers, I feel like flowers are also quite a big home thing. So I yeah. try to include that as to join it all together. No, yeah, no, I think the flowers definitely make it seem more comforting, especially. And I really like the faces as well. Um, what's like the significance of the faces? Since we all sit around having tea, I just wanted to include people in. Like, how can I that but keep it quite like cute and mellow? So I was like, if we do like yeah. the simplest drawing, like face drawings, so I was like, oh, that might be fun. And it worked quite well, so all just took no, together yeah, quite naturally. I think it looks great, honestly. Really like it. I really like yeah. I mainly just try to look for not like inspiration, but then like any things I thought related to me, I then just try to tie them all together. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it really comes together, and I even like you know you can tell that thoughts been put into even like the color scheme. It really it all creates this really massive feeling of like what home is to you. And as a viewer, I can appreciate that as well. Yeah, most definitely. I definitely feel that way as well. Um, I think if you chose um, a different sort of colour color scheme, it would definitely, whether it was like a lot, I don't know, whether the colours are a bit too bright, I think maybe it wouldn't give off that comforting feeling that it does. Um, yeah, because I was going to use like balloons, because I was like, oh, homesickness is not, it's obviously a very unpleasant feeling. But I didn't want to like bring the artwork down by using more like depressing colours. Yeah. Yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I definitely agree. I think the colours can really set a tone for a piece of artwork for sure. And um, create a mood. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so amazing that you're able to, uh, you know, acknowledge those feelings and, you know, present it in your practice. Um, we talked a little bit about earlier on the podcast about, you know, finding creative outputs and helping your process with it and I think you know it's really great for people to see you know an example of that did you find the process of making it was in any bit therapeutic to you and did you did it help you accept because then I like, rang my mum about it and I was like oh it's just nice to bring to uni all the things you have at home mm. yeah and even like if you chose like decorate your room with it is it like especially in like halls you want to try and find individual pieces because obviously every student hall room looks the same. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's very true. I think, as we talked, me and Beth talked about earlier, um, having things and finding things that 
um, remind you of home it's definitely in halls is probably a very important thing because like you said the rooms are literally a box and everything is the same you want it to be give it some character make it feel a bit more like even behind me i've got a map of like the hometown i'm from so you know it's you know it's just being aware like yeah it, it, it's home it's always going to be home daniela you said that you showed your artwork to your mum what was her reaction to that she found it really cute and then she really really thing like even like for example mum and Anne comes around twice a week just to come and drink and have a cup of tea I was just going to say, that's a piece of work, you know, your mum can then show your nan and um, it can really start that conversation of, you know what, Danny misses us and we miss her. You know, it's definitely a two-way system. Yeah, no, exactly. I definitely think that artwork must have helped. Yeah, like, even when I um, first came into my flat in um, first year, like, with, like, university culture, everyone just thinks it's about, like, alcohol. Mm. But then, like, on the first night, it's like, oh, well, should we just all have a cup yeah, yeah, this feels normal. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, definitely, I, something that brings like normality. I think for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and yeah, it's finding those things that brings people together. We said earlier on that, um, you know, even uh, having the confidence to open up to your flat and be like, "I do miss home." How do you guys feel? That's a great way to start that conversation. What you've definitely done with your practice is start that conversation through a visual means. Um, which I think is equally just as brilliant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I feel comforted by looking at it personally. Um, yeah. I don't know what like, it feels the same, but I definitely feel like that. Yeah, for sure. Both. Daniela, do you want to talk through um, some of your previous work? So I like, I like focusing on illustration and I like focusing on zines. So I usually do more like graphic vector illustrations but the type of style I do them in I felt would be a bit too harsh for homesickness because I think it just would have brought the whole piece down and I really didn't want to do that. That's really interesting that you said you felt like you needed to use a different medium than what you're what you're probably trying to build more of a portfolio in because you felt like that suited the topic more and I think that's also really important for people to know especially younger creatives to know that there's room to explore emotions in new practices and fields and you know that maybe naivety sometimes can also help promote the piece itself i think that's a brilliant bit of advice to just yeah you don't have to stick to what you're comfortable with to explore topics you're not comfortable with yeah no definitely i think i agree with that as well um or i think exploring is definitely um a very good way to channel um, any sort of emotions or any yeah because homesickness is such an overwhelming feeling i really don't want to just overwhelm the whole thing yeah no exactly yeah no i definitely agree with that for sure yeah that's a really gr like brilliant point to bring up as well um sometimes when you are dealing with a bit tougher of a topic it is easier to take a more abstract route to it to help you know keep the viewer comfortable while they're exploring your artwork or work yeah i kind of want to take the design and put it on like um like into like print design but more like patterns and like um textiles and stuff like that i think that would yeah. look very like well i mean you yeah. could even imagine like a bed set of like a fresher in their new halls and they've got that cover on i think it's absolutely brilliant yeah yeah definitely and especially the the, the face, the way that you style the face, I think that's a very popular sort of 
way that um, that sort of style is very popular right now, I think. Yeah, no, I'm really, I'm really happy we had you as a guest as our first ever episode. I think you've really Thanks brought some, me. some new uh, points of view and ideas to the table. Before we let you go, should we talk, do you have any like work coming up you want to talk about? At the minute, it's quite difficult to find like briefs and competitions due to the current um, situation of coronavirus. Focus my practice more on making my own work and freelancing and making more designs of my homesickness pattern and hopefully get that more on the go because it's just so difficult to find stuff because but obviously it makes so much sense because since you can't have like a lot of events going on in galleries there's not a lot of open calls there's a lot of online events but it's very diff- difficult to find one to suit your practice yeah you're definitely not alone in that struggle i feel like the creative arts has kind of been forgotten about in more recent announcements from the government so um yeah you're definitely not alone yeah i guess the way forward is finding these emotional prompts and to keep yourself busy while the art sectors are still trying to scramble themselves together just keeping on creating things i think it's just the most important thing just keeping things going so that you don't get into some sort of you know rut or anything and you just just carry on i'm sure your mind will probably feel a lot better as well just mentally yeah I remember even in lockdown, making illustrations and stuff like that was quite big because then you could send it to a loved one or your really close friend and it's still like, oh, I'm still thinking about you. So you still have that connection with them, even though you haven't seen them in months. Exactly. Yeah. That's no, such that's a nice cool. thought. Yeah, that is definitely a really, nice, really good idea, actually. I love that. Okay, well, thank yeah. you so much. Thanks um, for me. No problem. Yeah, thank you. We love that. <laughs> Bye. That was a really interesting conversation with Danielle Spataro. I really enjoyed rummaging her mind and the things she had to say on Homesickness. I, I found it quite helpful to hear her talk through her work. Um, hopefully you did too. I personally think it was great. Um, we definitely had the, the conversation, even though it, it like wasn't always focused on her work, I think having to talk about things that, you know, um, that she felt during this time and everything and how she dealt with everything was definitely important as well so um a very valuable conversation in my opinion yeah very very interesting and it's so great to hear what other creatives are making out of these situations i'm sure she's not the only one that's used homesickness in their themes i mean if people want to show us their work they've made on homesickness you can tag us uh on instagram and we'll definitely have a look we're so excited to see what the minds of young creatives has to make and even their perspectives like we've just heard i think that's personally really interesting to delve into yeah um so to sort of end this episode we thought we'd give you some helpful links um to places that you can uh look to and people you can talk to whether you're struggling with mental health or homesickness or anything related to that sort of topic. So the first one that I found was, which is something that I think a lot of universities have here um, in the UK. It's open from 8 p.m. till 8 a.m. And it's basically a line that you can call if you're feeling a bit down and need someone to talk to. Um, I think this is really helpful, especially during the later later on in the day and then 
we just have one for Mind as well, which is just a mental health charity. Um, just a general one, uh, just for whether you're feeling upset about anything. It doesn't have to be to do with hence it doesn't just be anything. Um, so we've also got a link for that, which we'll put down below. And then just in general, if you just want to talk to the welfare, um, they'll always be there to help with you with your issues. Um, so definitely don't think that you have to go outside of uni to actually find help. There's definitely plenty of help within you. And even your GP will be available as well, I'm sure, um, if you can't find anyone else to talk to. Like, there's no pressure to be able to deal with these emotions. You can always offload, whether that's a friend or one of these helplines that you've found. Um, people yeah. will always listen. Uh, and I think the good thing about these more professional services is that people will hear you and they'll understand exactly what you're going through and hopefully give a bit more of a professional opinion than our, our very casual discussion today. I think it's really important for people listening that are really that have struggled with this or feel like, you know, <laughs> I need to schedule in a day to feel homesick, that these, yeah. these resources are available. Um, yeah. Thank you to whoever's tuned in for this first episode. Yeah. I guess, yeah, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, look forward to next week's episode. Um, mm -hmm. Well, we hopefully might even be in person for it. <laughs> well, hopefully. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, well, bye.